This is Daily Politics. Here we look into the ins and outs of everything Kenyan politics. We pull no punches and have no reason to sugarcoat anything that matters to Kenyans. We say it as it is. My name is Rosalino Bala, political editor, NTV, and I'm joined with... Gushundongo, editor, Saturday Nation. I'm, I'm Oliver Madenge, uh, multimedia editor, NTV. Yes, we start with opinion polls that yes. have just been released. Mm. Uh, we see for the first time as a mere presidential candidate, uh, Raila Odinga is actually leading by 42%. And William Ruto, I think, has had a setback uh, trailing at 38%. What could be the reason? Uh, Rosin, uh, this opinion poll uh, for me comes uh, at a very interesting time. Uh, you know, people are attributing it to the selection of the running mates. Yes. Uh, before that, we had the other opinion poll that had shown that uh, the two of them were tying at 42%. Mm-hmm. And my question is more of why is there that we are now have either undecided or people who are not voting increasing mm. to 20%. Yes. Uh, that for me is very curious, uh, given that there were only 16% the last time the opinion poll was done. Yes. But even more interesting is the counties that uh, or the strongholds yes. that uh, InfoTrack has mm. attributed to the two presidential candidates yes with Raila leading in 20 of the counties and uh, Ruto leading in 16 of the counties mm-hmm. I did some quick maths uh, mm. today I haven't yes. done the analysis of given the opinion poll what they got in those counties yes. but the total value of votes in the mm-hmm. 20 counties that Raila is leading is yes. 11 million 32,428 yes and for Ruto, the mm-hmm. 16 counties that he's leading mm-hmm. is 7 million, mm-hmm. seven, uh, 76,661. Yes. Uh, while the swing counties, as they attributed them, yes. is 4 million, mm-hmm. 43,343. Yes. Doing some quick maths with the same numbers. That's <laughs> 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 We are there. We are there. <laughs> This some quick maths in the, the same numbers. Yes. Uh, I, I, I see a situation where we are going to have a very tight election. Mm-hmm. If uh, you look at the 4 million, uh, even if you share it among the two, yes. and even when you do the maths with the rest, you see, like, for instance, you can't give Raila the 2.5 million uh, votes in Nairobi mm-hmm. uh, as a full basket. We are going to have a very tight election. Uh, I think that's what the opinion poll is... Uh, uh, it's pointing to. But the more curious thing mm-hmm. is that 20% of the undecided of voters. the undecided and those who are not willing to vote or who are not will, unwilling to say who they are going to vote for. Because yes. that's a very critical number because uh, we have 60 days to the elections. Yes, uh, We are in the final stages of this election but we are not seeing the numbers moving. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and to make it interesting, yes. uh, just to buttress on uh, Oliver's uh, point, yes. for the undecideds, what are they waiting for? Because, I mean, <laughs> previously people were saying it's a running mate. Yes. It's to see whether Raila is running. It's to mm. see the running mates. Mm. It's for the manifestos. Yes. I mean, everything is coming into place. So, uh, the 20%, what are they really waiting for? And then the other issue that is actually, that may, may surprise us, maybe Oliver, I know that you agree with me on this, mm. is Wajakoya. 
<laughs> you know uh, that maybe the, maybe the 20 if out of the 20% only 10% go to Wajakoya mm-hmm. he becomes a very serious candidate candidate yeah. yes uh, but now to the other point i've seen and noted about these polls uh, is that uh, they constantly uh, constantly give uh, baba between 25 to 30% of uh, mountain mountain yes. and uh, this is a very curious thing because it's happening on in almost every poll 25 to 30% of mountain 25 to 30% of mountain and that was happening even before mother karwa so uh, so i don't know what effect uh, karwa has had on on the mountain i don't seem to see that effect much as people talk about the mother effect in the polling in that poll uh, and I, then yeah, yeah and I, 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 think I, think, i think that, that i think that's a very curious thin because mm-hmm. i we all thought that mother would actually ensure that uh, Raila is eats into Ruto's support support yes. base in Mount Kenya but this is not happening and i, I wonder why this is the case uh, i know that there are issues uh, uh, if you talk to people from Mount Kenya there are issues about mother mm-hmm. uh, not her just being a woman yes. uh, which is one Mm-hmm. Uh the other thing is that about her as justice minister. Yes. Uh during the Mugiki killings, mm-hmm. uh she never did anything about it and uh, a lot of mothers blame Mother Karua and uh Mishuki, the late Mishuki for for those, whatever happened. For, for whatever happened. Yes. I also think that uh, one of the other factors is that Mother has not really been a key figure in Mount Kenya Mount politics, Kenya politics. Yes, Kenya yes, politics. Yes, yes, yes. for a very long time. In fact, I see the polling, the polling, funny enough, uh, seem to suggest that uh, Raila will get more votes in places like Laikipia mm-hmm. yes. and uh, uh, Muranga and Kiambu than Kirinyaga. Than Kirinyaga itself. Yeah. So, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, but, it's, but, but for me, I'm not surprised. I think for the progressives, maybe mm-hmm. Mother was bringing the progressive and making the Baba vote uh, Uh, a vote for baba look uh, safer mm-hmm. for those people who are uncomfortable with quote in quote the faces on the other side yeah for, for for me i think if you look at it both the presidential candidates now william ruto of kenya kwanza and raila on the other side both of them are settled on running mates from mount kenya so that could also be another factor yeah true. but remember again in terms of the politics martha karua actually ran for governor of kirinyaga in 2017 yeah. and and the current governor anwai guru actually won against her so again being that now she has taken as the running mate there are also some dynamics that that come with it and you've just talked about the the mount kenya politics it goes beyond martha being that she's the running mate of azimio where the sitting president is a chair of the azimio council uh we've always uh had where there are issues that the people from mount kenya have been raising and it's not just who the candidate is or of the manifesto they have there are issues to do the economy we've been talking about Kenyan people saying they want money in their pockets mm. uh, the policies that are there so there are so many dynamics to the candidature of Martha Karua as a running mate that may be impeded on the Raila's vote hunt in in Mount Kenya region but as i finish i'm also bedeviled by the fact that if you look at the consistency of these po- opinion polls mm. i'm not seeing anyone that is 
actually eyeing just uh, a heartbeat away from the 50 plus 1%. Because in the yeah, last opinion far. poll, we were neck to neck at 42. Mm. Uh, Ruto has has a setback, but Raila has actually maintained the 42% even after having a campaign for a period with the, with the now with the deputy and after even unveiling his manifesto. So I think there's so many issues that we need, really need to look at it even as we talk about climbing the mountain and the other regions of this country uh, and 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 they and that is actually why uh, Oliver's point on the 20% really needs to be taken very very seriously by any politician <laughs> yes, who's yes. running for president because yes, yes. i mean that's where the 50 plus, 50 plus 1 is going to come, come from, from yes. but now to give uh, credit to baba the mm. polls were done before uh, kalonzo and musio kalonzo and musio joined <laughs> <laughs> Azimio before that only Kalonzo was in Azimio Musyoka was not yes. so the polling was done yes. before Kalonzo Musyoka yeah. wholly rejoined uh, Azimio. Azimio so that's why you can see if you look at those polling uh, numbers yes. the eastern counties of Makueni Kitui Machakos as have a lot of undecideds yes. so hopefully with mm-hmm. Kalonzo coming in mm-hmm. uh, the undecideds in those uh, in those uh, regions mm-hmm. may swing back to back to baba Uh, so but for that for, for us to say that we have to wait until uh, the next polls yeah but you see some of these polls uh, if you've seen some of the indicators that have come out there are some of the undecided voters who are saying why should i actually go and vote because i've been voting and i'm not seeing the governance that i've been voting for there is also the confusion where we have a government in opposition and opposition in government so actually this is a scenario that kenyans are being treated to for the first time so the dynamics are actually playing out that there are those kenyans who actually don't feel why their vote count but again the constitution says that for you to have that good governance you want you must actually exercise the vote you must vote to ensure either you have the change you want mm-hmm. or decide to continue with what you want because again if we have this big number in the last poll, opinion poll it was 16 now it is 20 i'm sure the next time we'll have maybe it will be 25 or 30 for me and the leadership of this country that should worry them why are so many people not decided under 60 days to the elections yeah and and it's you as gushu mentioned Uh, there was the issue of uh, the undecided previously they were saying they don't know what the policies these people are holding but yes. now yeah. baba uh, I launched a manifesto and uh, I William I, will launch on the 30th yes william will launch on the 30th uh, the cost of living is a critical item in from the opinion polls it's the leading issue that kenyans are looking at and i don't know i i i personally i will have to confess i have not d- deep dived into the manifesto mm-hmm. though i know what it says mm-hmm. but does it address these concerns by kenyans uh the cost of living unemployment does it totally address this issue does it say how are is uh, the baba government going to cater for Uh, these issues and there's something that i like about the baba manifesto although it's something he has said before but he has addressed it is the issue of uh, social welfare i'm one of those people who don't believe in uh, giving people um sada in the traditional format where you give people gorogoro ya ya mahindi those things are stolen by chiefs and by the time you you procure two million bags of maize by the yes. time it gets down there it's 100,000 bags yes i'm a 
proponent of social welfare system that brings uh, takes people uh, gives people money mm-hmm. so that's why it, the 6000 that baba promises always excites me because once you give somebody 6000 who's no poor you're not just helping them you're helping the local butcherman there you're helping the local shopkeeper there yeah. i mean the, the money circulates in that economy it helps grow those two rural economies mm-hmm. the other pillar i liked about the baba one is uh, is something that uh, people always keep talking about mm-hmm. uh code manufacturing yes. and i know he made a blunder with the mitumba <laughs> thing <laughs> but, but if you look at the bigger picture yes. uh, and let, let's be honest guys if you're going to develop this country somebody has to take the bullet or a bullet or two mm-hmm. yes. a person bring in mutumba for instance creates job maybe for at maximum three four people yeah. the trader and maybe the transport guy who brings the mitumba there yeah but but, don't, but, but it, don't, don't forget that uh, it's because of mitumba yes. that we have a, a deal with the us yeah. where we are exporting textile up to 40 billion but you see now we have to make a choice because and that's what i'm telling you we have to actually bite the bullet because for instance if you put up industries that manufacture clothes mm-hmm. like the, the likes of the way kikomi used to be uh, previously in the past you have employed not only more number of people but diversified number of people and an engineer will but, get but, a job but, there. but you see a the medical pro- lab guy will get a but, job but, there. while while i agree with your point yes. Yes. but you see that's the problem mm-hmm. rivertex today is is running yes. but people cannot afford those clothes mm-hmm. yes. so uh, how how are we going to ensure and, that and they how are affordable? many how you you see, we that's have, why that's why yes. if you check in the baba manifesto so he talked about lowering the cost of doing business because yes. one way to make things affordable is to lower cost of inputs like electricity Uh, and such things and once we lower that we able to produce things at a cheaper cost effectively i'll give an example epz company sometimes i think there's a month where they allowed to sell uh, yeah. clothes to to us yes, i think actually, a month or two made in kenya at kscc if you go there you will be very shocked that some of those clothes are manufactured in kenya they are very nice things and then another thing that that i think we should we should i liked about the manifesto Uh, sorry i didn't like i'm uh, putting the things i liked eh? <laughs> yes no the the kulundram in the manifesto yes. or the elephant in the manifesto yes. is where the money is going to come from because yes. every time you ask the uh, azimio guys where is the money going to come from they tell you we will seal corruption holes that is not a strategy <laughs> that is not a revenue raising strategy yes. any economist will tell you that you cannot be asked at the oliver where is are you going to, to raise money, money from then you say we are going to seal loopholes of corruption yeah. which you don't even know we just yeah, because because what, just what, give estimate one, 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 from... 144 billion shillings yes. a year mm-hmm. yes. to support the 6000 shillings is yes. a lot of money a lot of yes. money yes mm-hmm. in fact somebody was uh, calculating that the baba's promises will cost 400 billion yeah. yes so uh, much as you're going to seal quote in quote corruption uh, loopholes that cannot be a revenue raising strategy yeah, it can't. but but you see we need to look at it in terms of if you look at the the reports the corruption rate reports that have been released uh, you find that the kenya loses around 800 billion annually mm. to corruption and baba has been very consistent uh, when he's speaking he says i know where the money is and i will get them my question is do you teach somebody how to fish or you give them the fish to eat because that is a question that everybody should be asking if we'll be giving 6000 every time then it means i only need to wait for that 6000 to be given yeah. but if you tell me how to do and get that 6000 i might multiply it from the 6000 and maybe 12000 and even more now the question here has been that we have very glossy and very beautiful manifestos that we share to kenyans but it all all boils down to 
through the implementation. Remember the Jubilee Administration 2013. We were talking about the double digits. We were talking about million employments annually. A stadium I, in Kim- a, a historical stadium, Yes. <laughs> uh, we were talking about the 10,000 kilometer of roads. Yeah. I'm sure now if you go and do a, a, a scale audit of what has happened, The, the the discussions we'll be having you cannot implement in a day so, so can, my can, can question we... from where i sit is yes they're very good on paper but as you tell us this is what you're going to do tell us is it going to be a sustainable venture or it will just be a campaign gimmick where we only do it at this particular time and then you'll come and tell kenyans we tried it it was not able to work yeah, on this issue yeah. of our manufacturing is also the same if you took uh, talk to the mutumba people they'll tell you they import close to 15 billion annually that's a lot of money i'm sure even the people people who are employed in that uh, business are also so many so as much as we are pro, uh, promoting buy kenya build kenya we should also uh, reciprocate it and complement it with the uh, mitumba business yeah, Gushu, as, as you tell us about what mps did yesterday in parliament are <laughs> uh, manifestos a key factor in a kenyan election do they make a difference not really i think only the i would I'll put it even I think 5% or less that actually look at that uh, make it a, a, a campaign issue mm-hmm. and it has to be something so striking I mean like Wajakoya's widow and now the latest oh. the snake the snake uh, and, 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 and snake uh, farming you know, yes. something yeah. that is so striking or even Kibaki's uh, free education plan yeah. yes. that seemed very radical in um, in 202 mm. yeah. uh, and for some people even the laptop uh, of jubilee yeah. Yes. Yeah, made a difference yeah uh, excited a, a few guys so mm. it has to be radical fresh and unique But then as we go to manifestos uh, first of all we have to have an election <laughs> and from uh, from how MPs behaved yesterday uh, yes. Roslyn I don't think uh, we we are very safe in terms of having a a, a 2017 <laughs> proof election <laughs> <laughs> What is happening uh, uh, what is happening guys I mean Chebukati and MPs have had five years since 2017. Yes. Yeah. And each and here we are 2022 two months to election same old huh. And, I, and, and I, I always <laughs> I always f- see people keep on uh, blaming the IBC. Mm-hmm. Let me be the adv- uh, devil's advocates that in 2017 and 2018 we had commissioners who actually quit from IBC. Mm-hmm. And MPs had from 2018 to now to replace the commissioners and we kept on talking about quorum and whatever is happening at IBC and even the proposals that were brought to parliament the MPs did not receive the proposals yesterday they received the proposals at the beginning when these people were trying to push for the amendments that had been uh, discussed at the supreme court that led to the nullification of the 2017 presidential elections so as much as we also blame the IBC for not putting pressure on MPs to pass the proposed laws and le- regulations we need also to ask our MPs when you throw away regulations that are going to uh, give, be, give the enabling environment for implementation of a law that you actually yet to pass what are you telling us because the election amendment law that is now before the senate even if it is passed today and it is enacted in law there is no enabling instrument to implement it so we are back to 2017 Uh, what exactly does the act say what exactly does the law say how does it cure the problem of 2017 
you see there were two proposals there was the election regulations of 2022 and then we also had the elections amendment of 2022 which sought to align with the supreme court ruling of 2017 and also the high court ruling on minor minor kiai so all these had the proposed law and also the enabling regulations so first the mp's have gone to kick out the regulations the amendments to the law are still stuck in the senate so even if the senate is to pass them today and they are enacted into law where is the enabling and uh, legal framework to implement it you, you see one of the things that the supreme court used to nullify the election was that uh, there were 11000 polling stations where there were no IBC yes. said there was no region network, network, yes. network yes. and so IBC wanted a mechanism which is allowed by the act the regulations were just to guide how this, this is done yes uh, the act allows IBC to use other mechanisms of sending mm-hmm. this information, information. outside If, electronic uh, outside outside the gazetted polling stations yes. Yes. yeah you see now the, the the problem with that is that uh, we know technology fades yes and uh, IBC was saying yes we had the results but we couldn't send them on time and we couldn't send them uh, through the electri- uh, the electronic sum- uh, transmission system yes. mm-hmm. because there was no network yes. yes you see that was not the fault of the IBC yes. in the first place mm-hmm. i know the government keeps insisting that there is network but we have been to this country mm-hmm. we have <laughs> we have traveled this country yes. there are what happens there is places you there are no net- even in no this network. city even enough. in this city <laughs> 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 where you you struggle with the with the, the network. network so yes. that that was one of the things that uh, and, and you see the supreme court can use the same rule in by maraga to nullify this new election if this happens again so i think mp's were a bit reckless uh because as uh, rosalina has mentioned and ibc has insisted these regulations were in parliament for a very long time yes mp's sat on them yes they didn't wake up yesterday and realize there was no public participation, participation on, on, yes. on them yeah you see they didn't they didn't wake up yesterday and mm. say that they uh, there was a, they were time bad yes you see they were all in a hurry to go home mm. we know they are going they they see they have gone uh, for their john uh, uh, or you call it sindai sindai or something yeah. yes. so yes they can be recalled to do these things yes. but they were in a hurry to go home yes. and campaign mm. yeah that that was the only reason i don't think there's any other reason why these MPs should not have passed this as a uh, as a priority but then guys so what do we do what do we do we are here where we are what do we do are we are we are we just setting up ourselves for another reversal and are you going to become the only country I, in the world I, 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 I think i think on saying that we are going to just have a repeat of the 2017 because from where we sit everything is back to where we were in 2017 when you throw mm. regulations that allows a presiding officer to either look for network where they can or even move to the constituency tallying center and fill a form witnessed by the returning officer to be able to transmit the results from that place and at the same time you deny the national returning officer who is the chairman of IBC to verify the final results at the polling stations when there is a dispute then you're just taking us back to the issues that led to the nullification of the elections yeah and and you see what the other the other thing that uh, IBC wanted it to safeguard their own staff from political interference yes mm-hmm. because you see currently IBC must reveal to the political parties when they are appointing returning officers and their deputies yes, yes. 
and this is what IBC wanted to safeguard because they don't want their officers to be compromised yeah, true, in a situation true, true. that uh, would compromise and also the, attacked yeah and also attacked in a, in, a, in a situation that would compromise the election so for me you asked how can we remedy this yes it's very simple IBC should call one Amoske Munya the leader of majority in parliament and tell them the house should be recalled at some point within this month and pass those regulations simple as that it's I as simple uh, as that. but I think, I think we also think a very the high other price, option uh, yes. the other option is IBC to sit with the judicial election committee because the decision of the court stands so if the MPs cannot help us implement what the court has said, why don't we now go back to the judiciary? Because it's the one that is supposed to implement what has been ruled by by the courts. But, but the Supreme Court ruled. Is there much recourse there now? No, there is no recourse. So mm-hmm. that's what we are saying, that they, we have to look for a mechanism. Either the House is recalled and passes these regulations, or as Rosina is saying, the IBC goes to the Judicial Election Committee and they discuss this matter and see how how can it be remedied okay uh that's it for daily politics but i think you're also paying a very high price for trust deficit (laughs) (laughs) if you trusted each other more we wouldn't need all these roads all these technologies that is it for the this episode of daily politics see you tomorrow